This is Melanie Ake, your host for Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 podcast. Everyday Leaders is an inspirational show to help you develop strategies to overcome everyday obstacles in your life. Today on Everyday Leaders, you'll meet Jose Escobar, a father, husband, author, avid entrepreneur, and passionate student in self-development. Jose recently founded The Entrepreneur's Bookshelf. I am so inspired by Jose, who is an everyday leader who challenges so many of us to read more books and begin to change our world. Start your personal growth journey today, where you can learn how to be an everyday leader in your life. Go to everydayleaders.com. Register for personal growth and development classes so you can develop your own strategies to be a leader in your life. If you're ready for one-on-one accountability, I will walk beside you as your personal coach to help you gain clarity and perspective to lead your life and career as an everyday leader. If you're ready to develop your spiritual growth, you can gather with us for the Everyday Leaders Leadership Devotionals. We meet every day at 7.30 a.m. And we apply these leadership lessons and values to our everyday lives and become a leader that can change the world. Everyday Leaders 50 and 50, my friend, Jose Escobar. Thank you for joining Everyday Leaders tonight. Thanks so much, Melanie. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. I have known you for the last couple of years, and we did a a group coaching program that you were a part of, and this was really so fun because we dove into so many personal and business kind of opportunities of how we're growing and personal and professional development. And so I am so excited to share your story tonight to inspire others. Awesome. I'm excited too. Let's (laughs) let's, let's do this. Let's do this. So um, tell our audience, because everybody's right here now on the edge of their seat, like, oh my gosh, Jose, I'm so excited. All right. So tell everybody what you do, where you live, and kind of what's going on in your world to get you uh, right now, uh, where you are right now with COVID-19. Sure. So, um, so Jose Escobar, I live in Silver Spring, Maryland, and I'm happily married with, uh, you know, my beautiful wife, Katie, and three children, 13, three, and one, and uh, fourth one due in December. Oh, my gosh. So, Congratulations. Yeah, thanks so much. We're excited about that. And as far as uh, what I do background-wise, I'm the sales director for a global martial arts company called Educational Funding Company out of Chevy Chase, Maryland. And uh, I've been doing that for some time now, about a little over five years, going on six. And I pretty much do, uh, or I have been doing prior to that with the same company, a lot of coaching and uh, helping school owners pretty much double their income is, is the goal. Like if they're making 5,000, I try and get them to 10 and then eventually to 15 and 20 and that sort of thing. 
uh, by way of coaching and business systems and leadership and that type of thing. And uh, I also am an entrepreneur. I, I have a social media marketing agency uh, that is actually kind of struggling right now due to COVID with restaurants and bars. I pretty much handle social media for specifically the niche of restaurants and bars. I enjoy doing that. Uh, we're trying to get back to where we were before, uh, but that's a conversation for, I guess, a little bit later. <laughs> and then I also uh, just launched the Entrepreneur's Bookshelf, which is which a is awesome. uh, company. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks so much. I'm, I'm really excited about that. That's more along the lines of what I'm passionate about, which is personal growth. And of course, reading. I love reading books. And uh, this company is specifically designed uh, to create digital courses uh, along the lines of personal growth and reading and leadership. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. And I'll just tell you, for anybody that doesn't know you and they're not friends with you on Facebook and they haven't joined into this group, the Entrepreneur's Bookshelf, go do it right now while you're listening because this is really fun. You post a book pretty much every day or maybe a stack (laughs) and you say, you know, here's what's important about them. And so what we know about COVID is, oh my gosh, we've had to learn so many new things because we've got to connect to people differently. And, and so why I love this is because there are lots of short reads and there's lots of business practices and there's lots of what we call 10X in leadership. How are you going to raise your game to the next level? And oh my goodness, if you're not learning about what you can do with your skill set right now, you're going to fall way behind, way behind. No doubt. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where did you get this mindset, Jose? Because you, um, since I've known you, you know, you're a real serious guy, real straight shooter, um, so focused on the 5 a.m. club, get up, start your day, so challenging. And I just love this. So what's made you kind of be that kind of a person? Well, um, first of all, I am part of the 4.30 a.m. club. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I, I just had to clarify that one. <laughs> that's right. That's but right. <laughs> all, uh, all jokes aside, I, uh, I, I just said to myself, listen, you know, I want to 10x my life. And I'm, I'm a huge follower of Grant Cardone and his work. Uh, I've been to a couple of his conferences now. And uh, I'm part of his uh, university and various things. And I, I've always um, been passionate about reading books, uh, specifically in the, in the space of personal growth and development, just trying to be my, my very best. And uh, always uh, applying the Kaizen philosophy to my life, which is 1% better every day. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's kind of uh, what I'm about. And it all came from the point where I, I got involved with my, my wife. You know, like she, she really is like the, the secret behind uh, me wanting to be my very best. And of course, the children. Uh, once I, I got married and, you know, children, it kind of, told me, okay, Jose, you got to take your life to the next level. You really have to push yourself harder than you ever have. And that really got me going into waking up really early in the morning, reading books and just doing extra things that I know most people aren't doing. And, uh, and it's going to pay off long-term. Mm-hmm. And it's going to pay off. It already is paying off. Uh, and That's I, correct. It, well, and I think about all the things, you know, w- when we talk about mindset, we can have a mindset that, you know, deteriorates us, or we can have this mindset that's growing us. And so when exactly, right? So when you guys got married, before you got married, before your wife inspired you beyond means, which is awesome. Thank you for giving Katie that credit. Mm -hmm, (laughs) That's mm -hmm. awesome. But what was your life like before that? Before you said, eh, it's okay. Things are great in my life. I don't really need to 
really focus so intently on this 1% every day? Right. Um, so kind of um, pulling the curtain back a little bit and shedding some light on the past. The, my, my past has been interesting because uh, when I was younger, I was a knucklehead. Um, and, you know, and there's no shame in my game. I mean, I, I say it as it is, you know, what you hear is, is exactly what it is. You know, like I, I made a lot of poor decisions. I, you know, got into uh, numerous uh, pieces of trouble, if you will. And I've seen the other side. I've seen what it is like to, to struggle, to be uh, financially strapped, to have uh, challenges and, and setbacks and, and just all sorts of things. And a lot of it was self-imposed. You know, it was just me making poor decisions. And eventually I, I met, like I said, I met my wife and I, I, I saw something. I was like, you know what? Like she deserves better. And I deserve uh, better for myself as well. And and I was raised properly. You know, my, my parents have been married for uh, 45 years and they always instilled good morals and values in me. And um, so it was never a matter of like the proper raising. It was just a matter of, I kind of went off the rails a little bit and kind of did my own thing. Mm -hmm. Cause I've always been like risk taker, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I learned a lot of the lessons the hard way. I wasted a lot of time and, uh, and money. You know, those are the two uh, valuable things that, that people waste when they try and learn on their own. And, uh, and that's kind of what happened. So I, uh, now I've, I've completely changed the whole thing. I, I literally am doing the complete opposite of what I was doing before. And, uh, and it's paying off every single day. Mm -hmm. So you say two things, right? So if you're listening right now and you write down, if you could invest more time and if you could invest more money in yourself those are the two things that you've done right. and those are really critical because we say well you can have as much money as you can make right that's unlimited people that say oh we're going to go into this you know straight commission job that's great the ceiling uh, there is no ceiling just go 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 uh, time you only have a limited amount of time so talk to me about what did you do specifically? When you say 24 hours in a day, you can't get any more time, and especially with a growing family. How do you manage that? So I learned something very powerful, and it is that I don't manage my time. I manage myself. Mm -hmm. So it's not so much about time management as it is about self-management. So I manage every single decision that I make every day. And every decision that I make compounds over time. And, you know, when, when people end up in a situation where, you know, their kids are, are completely off the rail or drug addicts become completely, um, you know, engulfed in that and they end up in jail or dead or whatever, or just completely addicted. Like these things don't happen overnight. It's a series of bad decisions that compound over time. So I am choosing to make these very specific calculated decisions with my schedule and I stick to it very, very firmly. Mm -hmm. I wake up, like I said, at 4.30 a.m. and my morning routine goes until 7 a.m. So, and that includes uh, 45 minutes of working out at the gym or outside or whatever it may be. Uh, but it's very, very particular. Like within that space of two and a half hours, I can literally crank out more than a lot of people do in probably a few days. Mm -hmm. Uh, which is uh, where I find a lot of my time because it's completely time that's focused, no distractions. I am in my zone. I am really hitting 
you know, my, my heart set, my soul set, my physicality, my mind, very much what Robin Sharma, uh, Sharma talks about in the 5 a.m. club. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's pretty much uh, what I do in the mornings and the evenings, same thing. I have an evening routine, 8 to 9.30, and that's uh, like those are times that I do not derail myself from. It's, it's literally set in stone, and it sets me up to start the day right. And it sets me up to end the day right and everything in between just you know happens magically mm-hmm. that's so so important that lesson of really managing yourself because when we talk about leadership we say you know really if you can lead yourself then everything else will fall into place because you'll be able to fill your cup and then you're able to pour into others and so as you start these all these businesses and, and you really have this vision for creating, you know, investing in other people and investing in marketing uh, plans and the entrepreneur's bookshelf and the courses that will be coming out. It's really important. Like you, some people may be listening to this and think, oh my gosh, he's just got a lot of energy, right? But I think you get your energy from, you know, what your schedule and what your strengths are and you're just living in your strength zone. Right. Right, 100%. Uh, I think the the biggest thing is making sure that you are staying physically active. That also plays a role. Uh, I'm not sure if you're aware, I started the 75 Hard program. Ah. And uh, have you heard of that? No, tell me about that. So 75 Hard is a is a challenge that was started by a guy named Andy Priscilla. Uh, he is, uh, I believe he's military and uh, one of those tough guys, very similar to Jocko Willink, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, this program is 75 days straight and it's uh, two workouts a day, 45 minutes a piece. One of the workouts has to be outdoors no matter what. And the whole idea behind that is, you know, the circumstances outside, the conditions may change. It may be super cold, super hot, raining, snowing. It doesn't matter you still got to do your workout outside 45 minutes, right? Mm -hmm. So that's one of the parameters. You got to drink a gallon of water every day. Uh, You have to, no cheat meals. uh, So you can't cheat outside of your diet. Uh, No alcohol for for 75 days. Uh, There's also a diet you have to follow. So you either follow an existing diet or a nutritional program of some sort. You have to take a progress picture every single day and you have to read 10 pages a day. So those are the six rules of the challenge, 75 days straight. If you miss just one piece of that, then you start back from day one. Mm. So as of today, I'm on day 16. And again, this is just something else that I'm doing specifically designed for mental toughness and discipline. And, and that's really what it's all about. I'm realizing the more I do this, not only am I getting in shape, but it's also giving me more energy and more focus You know, to do the things I gotta do every day. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, my big thing is consistency. I absolutely love things that you show up for yourself. You show up to be able to get the energy so that you can give back to others. And as you're growing family, what are the disciplines that you're teaching your kids? Ooh, that's a good one. So I take my son to school every morning. Uh, he's in a all boys uh, private school and I have to take him because there's no bus for it. So every morning we have a nice uh, 30 minute drive and I pick him up from school another 30 minutes. So one of the main things we that I always try and teach them is the importance of hard work. I mean, I grew up watching my father work so hard. I mean, he worked like three jobs literally when I was growing up. My mother, uh, you know, she so they both came from Guatemala in their 20s. 
and uh, she was cleaning like five houses a day. And then one day she started her cosmetics company, a network marketing company, and I saw her grow that. So they went from, you know, living in an apartment with me and my four, my three siblings, so four boys, all young, um, barely home. My older brother was eight years old watching us, and which I'm not sure if that was very legal at the time. Um, but that's kind of how I grew up. I, I saw hard work and just grit and overcoming, and, and they were pursuing the American dream. And they went from that to eventually my mom having, and my dad, having uh, a couple of uh, six-figure incomes, you know, with this, this these businesses they started on the side in a million-dollar home in a beautiful neighborhood. You know, and I saw that growing up and I said, you know, if they can do that, then, then I can do that, you know, and they barely knew English when they came to this country. So, um, so now, so I instill that in, in my, my kids, hard work, you know, perseverance, integrity, being honest, you know, faith, faith is so, so important. You know, I'm very grounded in my faith uh, and, and I, and I instill that in my children. And then of course, entrepreneurship you know, you got to roll up your sleeves, look at the end of your own arm for help, you know, get creative, be proactive. These are all things that I talk about. Oh my goodness. You know, it's, it's so wonderful to just hear your lessons because when you think about, you know, people could say, well, we weren't those people. We didn't have luck. We didn't have the opportunity. And I think what your message is, is you create the opportunity for yourself and by leading your life and getting structured and committed, that's the other word that I love to talk to you about because I've known you for so long now. I feel like, you know, we're old buds, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I just, the mindset is so amazing because you can do it. All you have to do is just turn, you know, turn away the things that could distract you. And that's what I want to talk to you about next, because having this mindset, yeah, it's, it may be something structured for you now however what what are those things that get in your way what are the distractions that you have to fight what are the fears that you have to fight even though you're staying true to this you know the 75 day plan tell me about the fears how do you handle those so the biggest fears that i've that i've encountered and also distractions uh, distractions for me is is the party life <laughs> that is distraction number one. Mm -hmm. Now, most people that see me on social media see me as the guy who's reading books all the time, who's all about his family and faith and business and, you know, and working out and wait, social media lies. Right? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but the, yes, that's funny. Uh, but the truth behind the underlying piece that that's, that's there in me is the fact that I just love to, party and not necessarily party like going to a nightclub i mean i'm way beyond that but i'm talking about like i enjoy you know popping open a couple cold brews and maybe going out with some buddies because i'm a social animal like i love being around people i draw energy from being around people my wife uh, sometimes i forget to inform my face you know that's the reality because i'm always excited but sometimes i'm very serious and it's just i guess it's my personality um but anyway my wife is a, is an introvert you know she gains energy by getting away from the crowd and kind of getting to herself and then she kind of regroups and then she's able to do it all over again so i'm the opposite you know mm -hmm. um so for me the biggest distraction is saying no to like like invites you know people invite me all the time hey let's go get a drink hey uh this event is going on hey you want to go uh, to this networking you know so there's always 
something or someone pulling my attention in that direction. And that is a big distraction for me. That's, that's really what pulls me. But I say, no, I've learned how to, how to avoid that. Mm. Uh, but as far as fears are concerned, I am, I think the biggest fear I've had in my journey, as far as uh, going from where I was to where I am now is the fear of criticism, mm. you know, and, and that's like the underlying piece when it comes to public speaking. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> public speaking. Like, it's just like, don't put me in front of two people because my knees will start shaking and I'll start sweating. And it's just not a good thing. You know, no, wait a minute. Pain. You have all this confidence, all this structure. So you're saying you would not see yourself as a speaker to inspire people about what you're doing. Yeah, well, now it's different. Now it's <laughs> okay. different. But like, like prior, I'd say like I don't know, maybe uh, two years ago. Uh -huh. I, yeah, or, or a little bit less, maybe two, like year and a half, two years ago. Mm -hmm. um, I I started put positioning myself in a way to to get gigs to speak in front of people intentionally because mm -hmm. I said if I'm going to overcome this thing, I gotta like go head on. You know, I can't keep avoiding it. And the reality mm -hmm. is the the space that I'm in. And the growth, the next level for me is going to involve public speaking. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not prepared, you know, success happens when opportunity and preparedness meet, mm -hmm. you know, and the reality is that I need to be prepared. So I said, I'm going to start taking every single possi possible opportunity in front of three or more people and speak. And that started happening. And I ended up speaking in, in a few different events uh, with, you know, good amount of people. And, and I've been progressing there. So I'm not quite where I'd like to be in that space. I still get kind of anxious and stuff like that. But once I'm in front of the people, it kind of, you know, I'm okay at that point. Mm -hmm. Well, you've got so much to teach people. I think, you know, when you look at the population in America and you say 2%, right, are the wealthiest. And, right. and but, but it's about mindset because the people that have this mindset aren't going to be in the 98%. You're going to be in the 2% of the population because you, you see it that way. You are developing the skills and the structure and with your family to be able to take them with you. And that's what I think is just really fantastic about your story, Jose, because you, you really do live by these principles. It's not like, oh yeah, I put that on a whiteboard and I'm gonna accomplish one of those goals today. You are like, um, knock it out of the park, <laughs> right? Right, right, right. And, and so it's really, really critical and so what do you think, besides just, you know, having a social life uh, offline, not on, on social media, but having a social life, what are the other things that you think you're trading off? Do you, Have you thought about that? Yeah, I, I mean, TV time, you mm -hmm. know, TV mm -hmm. time, and there's tons, I mean, I love reality TV, let me tell you, that's, uh, that's another little hidden secret. All I, right, I what's your favorite show? TV. What's your favorite show? If you could so, sit there and watch it for an hour. <laughs> Yeah, my wife has me hooked on um, Married at First Sight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's not a show I'd watch, but she got me hooked on that. Um, I also enjoy, like, America's Got Talent. I love, um, you know, oh, believe it or not, Dr. Phil. I have him on my DVR. <laughs> so I, I watch uh, various things, and, and I, I restrain myself from watching TV just because I know it takes up so much of my time, and I can get lost there. I can just sit there and grow roots in the couch. Mm-hmm you know, if I'm not careful. So that's one thing. Another thing would probably be uh, more time with uh, the family, mm -hmm. you know, and I, more importantly, of course, and I've been working on that, you know, making a uh, time in my calendar 
to be able to spend time with my kids as a group and individually, mm -hmm. you know, and finding things that they enjoy and kind of doing that. My, I mean, my daughters love when I sit down and read them a book, <laughs> you know, so I, so I do that. You know, my son loves when I sit down and go look through his football card collection, you know, uh, or if I watch um, a particular football game with him or anything along those lines. So, and then my wife, she just likes, you know, wine or coffee and for us just to chat and hang out, you know, the five love languages, like hers is hands down quality time and mine is gifts. So believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's really cool. So let's talk about the five love languages because uh, there's so many people that are talking about that now through COVID, you know, how do you really uh, identify with your spouse and do you really understand what they're saying? And, you know, the divorce, divorce attorneys are probably like, yeah, good for us. Cause people had to spend way too much time together. <laughs> right. And so mm -hmm. now they're finding like, we didn't really know each other. So what did that book teach you? So it taught me a lot. I, I was always like thinking, why does my wife not like reciprocate or give me this like feeling of being loved when I bring her gifts? Mm -hmm. You know, I would give her like roses and, you know, I'd buy her a book. She loves to read as well. You know, so I'd, I'd buy her a book, uh, just little various things, a t-shirt, like funny little t-shirts, uh, cute, cute little mugs, you know, just, I would get her things from time to time because I want to show her that I love her. Mm -hmm. But the reality is I was tapping into my own love language, you know, uh, thinking that that's what makes me feel love. So I'm sure she'll enjoy it too. And uh, over time, you know, we went to see Gary Chapman live and I sat in on his seminar and got to meet him and all that good stuff. And I also um, devoured his book and did a workshop on it as well. And, you know, my wife and I started to apply these principles. We even downloaded the app. Uh, I think it's like a love nudge app or something where we can kind of nudge each other when we're not feeling so loved. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, uh, so it's, it's great. It's opened my eyes to what really matters and how to really connect with another person in any level of relationship, not just your spouse. Mm -hmm. Well, and there are so many people that are trying to find that magic, right? And they say, well, but on zoom, you can't really connect to people in a way that you could before. Although that's true we still are selling to customers. We're still taking care of our families. And so it really is, I teach this so much, meeting others where they are. And that's what that yes. book is all about, is if you can understand and be open-minded and have compassion and empathy for that other person, that can really take you through every relationship in your life. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. And speaking of COVID, uh, right now, one thing for sure in my house is I was locked here in the house since March, you know? Um, and, and I think I just started going back to work, uh, to the office about like three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And my son just started going back to school at the same, same time. So it was very challenging being in the house, trying to get work done, trying to build your business, trying to progress and stay focused because you're in the house more. So all the kids need you and the wife sees you there and is like, Hey, can you help me with this? And they forget that I still got things to do, mm -hmm. you know? So it was a challenge. It was a challenge, but a commu effective communication is a game changer, you know? And, um, and we, we made it through and we're excited. We had to make a lot of adjustments, of course, naturally, just like anybody. Uh, but it's all about overcoming and, and finding creative out of the box ways to, to move forward. Mm -hmm. That is trying to find creative ways. And I think that's a big message for people right now is, you know, if you're not feeling like 
you got it, right? If you feel like your yeah. world's kind of still falling apart. Uh, so many people have talked about where they hit their wall during COVID. And it may have been the first couple of months, you know, we were told in, in March, hey, this is going to last through October. And we were all like, yeah, right, whatever. <laughs> right? right? We all right. kind of believe like, oh, maybe May and then it'll be fine for summer. But the reality is, here it is mid-October, and, and we really are still quarantined in, in a lot of states and uh, because, because we don't know enough yet. And so if you, um, if you took a look back at the whole since March 13th, what would you say that was, um, I guess, one of the critical things that really kind of made you pivot and say, okay, I'm kind of at my level and then what did you do? What was the strategy that you tried to implement uh, to kind of get through it? Well, I said to myself, self, you have a lot of time on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Are you going to, you know, play tiddly wings with the bullfrog and, um, you know, walk through a tulip garden with your children and just hang out? Or are you going to, you know, hunker down mm -hmm. and focus on, developing yourself like never before and in a precise manner in a very focused manner that's going to give you new tools and new assets that are going to be able to flourish over time and it may not flourish right now but now is the time to plant the seeds right mm -hmm. so that's what i was doing i spent a lot of my time just reinvesting in myself not only financially because i have faith that that money that i'm spending when you should probably be, be holding on to it I have faith that that's going to come back to me tenfold, mm -hmm. you know, um, you reap what you sow. So that's, I was doing that. I was putting faith and, and, and putting my money back into myself as well as, uh, educating myself in certain areas where I knew I could improve. And, uh, lo and behold, you know, the entrepreneur's bookshelf has been progressing nicely. I mean, I just filmed my first digital course. Um, I had a videographer here in the, in the house and all of that came, uh, you know, from just, saying to myself you know i cannot afford to waste time mm -hmm. like this is a this is a season that we're not going to get again uh, at least anytime soon mm -hmm. you know so we got to take advantage of that we got to find ways to to take a setback and and use that you know use that to our advantage and help help us kind of propel us to the next level mm -hmm. and that's what i was doing so i was I was reinventing myself in certain ways and just applying myself uh, 10 times more than I normally would. Mm -hmm. And that's so important. And, you know, it's not too late, right? This, this isn't going away. And so right. people are looking at like, okay, my 2020 vision board said this. What did your 2020 vision board say? It said that I, <laughs> I had said a, a lot of things. Uh, mine is kind of overwhelming, but... Um, the first and most first and foremost thing was to make X amount of dollars. Like I wanted to cross a certain number financially and, and that has been attained, um, early. Congratulations. So thank you. Thank you so much. And it was attained early again, because uh, purpose driven life, that's mm -hmm. another great book, Rick Warren, I believe, mm -hmm. um, purpose driven life focus, you know, um, I just said to myself, like, this year has to be an explosive year. And a lot of people were hurt right now. Like, I know a lot of the martial arts school owners that I work with daily. And I can t tell you, like, at least 10 names on top of my head where they shut down their business. Like, they're done, you know, and they're scared and they're wondering how they're going to reinvent themselves. Uh, but the reality is that 
you know, in every downtime, there's always going to be people that are winning. And my mantra is, I'm sure you know, is winners win. Mm -hmm. You know, I truly believe that winners always find a way to win no matter what. So, the, you know, losing is not an option. You know, you may fail forward, uh, but as long as you don't stay there and hang out there, it's not a big deal. So for me, I wanted to make X amount of money. I wanted to uh, purchase a home. Uh, my, my son is in private school and we've been saving money for some time and we've been renting. And I said to myself, you know, uh, we technically we could buy a house, but I'm following the Dave Ramsey system mm -hmm. and uh, Dave Ramsey's, you know, I, I've got some advice from his team, you know, part of their program there. And, and they said, you know, this is what you should do. So just wait a little bit and, you know, you can get a house now, but it doesn't make sense per A, B and C. So I am extremely coachable. I have a lot of mentors and, you know, a lot of that applies to, to what's going on and why I'm getting the results I'm getting now. Ever since I started my morning routine, um, which was uh, a, year, a year and a half ago, consistently at 4.30 a.m., uh, within that time frame, the systems that I've developed has literally doubled my income. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's so important. If anybody is listening right now and is not motivated <laughs> to change your life, <laughs> to figure out <laughs> right. what it is going to be uh, for your 4.30, whatever that looks like for you. It could be 7.30, but getting on a routine so that you can right. have consistency in your life. You know, I think that's what people, you know, tend to shy away from sometimes. They hear people like you, Jose, and they go, there's no way I could get up at 4.30 in the morning every day. But the thing is, putting something together as a plan for your life and being able to stay committed to it. And then, you know, integrating all of this, this time management of yourself, of your thoughts, of your ideas, to be able to step into a bigger and better life. That is so critical for our listeners to say, if I had to overcome an obstacle, develop a strategy, you have given us gold tonight. Gold. <laughs> so... You're awesome. <laughs> You're unbelievable. I, I appreciate that, Melanie. Uh, I, I follow leaders like you. I, I follow leaders like you. I follow, um, I mean, we, we both follow a lot of similar leaders as well. I think we share some people that we connect with as well. And um, I think it's all about, you know, birds of a feather flock together, who you surround yourself with, who you learn from, how coachable you are, where your mindset's at. Mm -hmm. A lot of these factors matter. And, uh, and I'm just grateful that, that, you know, you have me on this, this podcast today. You are like the ideal person to come on here and motivate people. Because when I met you, first time I met you, I thought, oh my God, this guy's got it together. And then when I just kept listening to you speak about what your values were, I thought, man, if, if people could just get a little bit of that, you know, honey from Jose and say, mm -hmm. okay, you can do this too, because that's what it's about, really inspiring and then starting to contribute back. And so uh, before we close, I want to ask you, what are your, what kind of, what are your goals for your contribution and your legacy? Have you thought about that? Yeah. So I, I have thought about it and I think it, it is all about legacy because I want my kids to be better off than, than I was, you know, uh, I think we all want that for, for children. So right now my legacy is to empire. When I say empire, it's not like a movie. I'm talking about like just create an empire of uh, a few successful flourishing businesses that I can leave behind to my, to my children. Mm -hmm. 
Um, that's, that's one of my main goals. And, but above all of that is just making sure that what I leave behind people can say, okay, yes, Jose was a man of these, all of these virtues, you know, and they can go on and they can say, oh yeah, that's Jose. That's Jose. Like I want to be as transparent as possible and, and leave these principles and instill these principles in not only my children, but also help as many people as I can along my journey of life. I always extend my hand and my arm to, to anybody that I can help, you know, with any level of, it could be coaching, it could be mentorship, it could be friendship, it could be just, you know, giving them a word or two, it could be just smiling at them and saying hello. You know, it could be anything that I can do to contribute um, is really what it's all about. So the legacy for me is not just financial. It's also about the ripple effect of leaving an impact in people's lives. Mm -hmm. Amen. Uh, Jose, I could talk to you for years. I just absolutely love you. Uh, you are the best and you are really, as I say, an everyday leader that is changing the world. And I so appreciate you. How can people find you to connect to you? Yeah, so um, first of all, I encourage everyone to to check out the Entrepreneur's Bookshelf. Uh, again, the Entrepreneur's Bookshelf. It's a Facebook group. It's searchable. You can find it. Uh, great group of leaders. It's specifically designed for entrepreneurs who love to read and are passionate about personal growth. And uh, there's really, really good people there. Um, so I, I think it would be great to, to be a part of that, first and foremost. Uh, second of all, you can also go to the website, theentrepreneursbookshelf.com. Um, you can also check out fatclassmarketing.com, which is my social media agency. Um, lastly, in uh, my Facebook group, I mean, my, just my regular Facebook page, uh, Jose Escobar, you know, you can friend me there. I'm always putting out, you know, motivational videos and various things that could potentially help anyone really. Mm -hmm. So look forward to connecting with more people. And uh, one of the biggest things that I love to, to leave people on is encouraging people to pick up a book and read and not just read, but read with purpose. Don't pick up just any book, pick up a book that's going to impact your life and potentially change your entire legacy. And I read one book, one book a week, you know, I'm trying to in 2021 change that and up that, you know, and, and that's what it's all about. And I think a lot of the things that I've done have been attributed to, reading as well so i want to really make sure people uh take take that uh and run with it take that challenge and the thing is if you connect to jose if you do this challenge right now and you connect to him you can follow what he's reading and that's what's great i would say what is your favorite book i can't leave you without saying what's your favorite book of all time jose do you have one favorite book i do i do hands down no question about it the 5 a.m. Club by Robin Sharma. Okay. You heard it. Yeah, it's that's that's it. I mean, there's there's a lot of great books out there, a lot of great books, you know, but that book, if you don't own that book in your personal library, buy it and read it and apply it. Buy it, read it, apply it, and then connect to Jose and myself and tell us how you're using it in your life. I would love to do a follow-up with you live and uh, and really get people around this so um jose you're awesome thank you so much for just being who you are leading your life with success being an example for others and your family and your community and uh just i so appreciate you being one of the 
Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 Club. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Melanie. Thank you for having me. And you as well have played an impact in my life. And you've, you've been a great mentor as well. So I appreciate you for that. Great. Have a great rest of 2020. Thanks so much. You too. This has been a Joe Studios production.